episode of The Primaries, a reality show, Mud Wrestling. But what's the real story? All this mud is covering up. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. I can say that in all honesty, since basketball and football are over, for the duration, I will be on at my regular time, 3 to 6. And I do give you the libertarian perspective. I try to dig in a little more deeply on the issues than you hear elsewhere. And I'm trying so hard to get to uh, to really important issues in this election campaign season, uh, the principles at stake, all that. But every time it feels like we could possibly start clawing our way out of the mud, we get dragged back in by this absolutely, really, it's getting preposterous how base the discussion is is getting it's like we're the campaign has jumped the shark and uh the whole week has been marked by mudslinging and i don't even really honestly didn't even want to talk about it i i i i did a show when this whole caitlin jenner thing came out and i thought i'll never do a show like that again i got hate mail from the left i got hate mail from the right but i even got hate mail from people who said this subject is beneath you. <laughs> they just hated me just for talking about it. And I would love to just walk away from this whole election thing. But it's important. It's too important. We have to actually sort through it. And I will say I would have ignored what was going on this week, which was uh, reminded me of Mad Magazine, spy versus spy, wife versus wife. It was Cruz and Trump slinging mud at each other's wives, I guess. is a way to look at it. But there are, I think that that mudslinging are, is really uh, just literally covering up or figuratively covering up real issues, super meaty issues that we actually have to discuss and we will discuss But uh, today. and But let me just kind of refresh or let you know if you have tuned out completely, and I would not blame you if you had, this week really felt like a reality show because of like uh, that the primary season is this loosely scripted reality show where this week's theme was this, uh, you know, my wife, your wife thing. And it unfolded day by day. And then it the crescendo was on Friday when National Enquirer, not part of either campaign, came out with this scandal that uh, Ted Cruz was implicated in five affairs. But the article was very, it was about the rumors. It wasn't like we have a smoking gun evidence, which they sometimes have. And when they do, they they usually do. But this isn't that. They never said he was doing it. They said that there were rumors that he was doing it. And one of the uh, uh, the number one accused you know his supposed number one um girlfriend or whatever is the national was his girlfriend supposedly before katrina pearson and now is the national spokesperson for the trump campaign another one was uh supposedly worked on the Car carly fiorina campaign and the rumor was that uh, carly was bought off with a hundred thousand dollar campaign contribution to keep it quiet that these people would hire 
potential double agents doesn't make sense. So the whole thing smacked of unreality to me. I don't really believe it. But but the real reason I didn't believe it, the real reason I even read the article, I wasn't even going to read the articles about it. I'm so not interested in that anymore. But the reason I thought, I don't believe this, was one thing. I am so totally convinced that this is a reality show that uh, I don't think this came out of nowhere. I think that these issues are uh, vetted beforehand and that there is absolutely no way Cruz would pay along, play along if it were true. He might play along if it's not true, but he just, I, I don't think anyone, I cannot think of anyone but a, a monster beyond <laughs> what even what we're dealing with in uh, U.S. politics would put their kids through something like that if it were true. I think it's nasty to do it if it's not true for anybody to do it. But that's that's where I am uh, on this is I, I think that's going to end up not being true or uh, the official narrative will be that it's not true. But I my question uh, for you is like, do you also feel like this is a uh, a reality show? I mean, are you finally on my side thinking this just smacks of uh, of a show? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. So here's how it started. Uh, in the beginning of the week, there was some cruise supporting group cruise said he didn't do it put out a picture of melania trump uh naked on her uh laying down uh on her belly naked and from a gq shoot and the, she's just stunning in this picture i mean yes the picture is inappropriate which is why i would not put it on my website like normally like if it's a, there's a picture i'm talking about post it i wouldn't do that because it was really inappropriate for the general audience and i was ba- baffled by the fact that Crew supporters, who I think the number one thing that they like about him is they feel like he's a moral Christian, and I assume that means they are too, would put some, spread this stuff out. I mean, GQ is a very, you can pick that up yourself if you want to go there, but to spread this kind of picture around in the general public is kind of, I would think, for that uh to lead people into temptation to feel lust is immoral in itself. So I wouldn't do it, and I'm surprised they did it, but they did it. But I would say further, it didn't hurt Trump at all. That it it was absolutely uh, not, it was an ad that said, meet your first lady unless you, new first lady, unless you vote for Cruz. But it didn't impress me at all that it was going to hurt Trump because it was quite flattering. And, and it's funny because I did, post about it and then I just like had a link to click through I didn't want to post the picture I have never had so many click throughs on a link ever it was normally you know I'll get like I can get a thousand hits on a post and only a handful of click throughs on whatever I have there this it was like every single person who <laughs> went to the post clicked through to this picture so that it was a more free advertising but the response from Trump was uh he said, oh, you better be careful or I'll spill the beans on Heidi. And anybody who knows the beans on Heidi, and I do, <laughs> and I, if you, this was my actual number one post last year and this year, are, is the beans on Heidi. If you've heard it, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It bears repeating, and I will get into it at the bottom of the hour. Uh, if you haven't heard it, stay tuned because it's pretty shocking. And the response then from Trump was, uh, the 
it wasn't from Trump, but it was like from whatever. His campaign picked up on it, but did not originate it. It was a picture, an ugly picture of Heidi and a pretty picture of Melania saying no beans necessary. You know, a picture is worth a thousand words, which is ridiculous because the beans have nothing to do with appearance. It's substantive. Uh, it uh, and it's going to matter to Cruz. He wants to neutralize the issue about Heidi and her uh, globalist goals. But the what I feel like with this, uh, the roles now, if you think that there's just what you see is what you get and this is a you know a fight to the, the death with uh, every vote is cast by a legitimate uh, qualified voter. It's counted. It's recorded. You know, I have given up on that because I've just seen too much evidence of election fraud. You can go, I post it on my website. You can go check it out. So I feel like there's a lot of maneuvering behind the scenes. And if you really want to go down the rabbit hole, and and Ted Cruz basically hinted at it this week uh, about if you vote for Trump, you're going to elect Hillary. I think if you, uh, Cruz too, I think they would both lose to Hillary. I think that's where the GOP has brought us with this. But uh, I feel like Trump neutralizes these issues. He brings them up. He brought up Ted's Canadian citizenship. He brought up Bill Clinton's sex scandals. And then uh, so many people just turn off what Trump says. It's almost an effective way to get people to dismiss issues that are actually quite real. So uh, I want to talk about that. If you... uh, I want to get into the meat of the matter. What is really up with Heidi? I also have some beans on Trump, not naked pictures, thank goodness, but actual meat of the matter stuff that might explain what's really going on here. And uh, I'd all, you know, if you, I'm also curious if anybody else out there sees that this is, it's just no longer plausible. It doesn't seem like, uh, spontaneous stuff that it, it really does feel like it's being manipulated. 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK Your call's next. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB It is 60 and gloomy outside the studio. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air here on WSB. And I got a tweet from uh, Johnny saying it was not the Cruz pack that put that ad out about Melania. It was Liz Mayer's anti-Trump pack. Nothing to do with Cruz in any way. I could not verify that uh, in the during the break because I didn't try to have time. Not because it's not verifiable. So that but that would explain why. You know, it was such an inappropriate picture for Cruz to spread around or even anybody who likes him. That would explain that. I'm going to go to your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to John and Tucker. Hi, John. You're on with Monica. Yeah. Hi, hi, Monica. Good show. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I, I wanted to uh, say, uh, you did mention that it was a cruise-supporting group. And we, we can. he is a bright guy. I can't imagine anyone running this ad thinking it's going to help them. I think, I've heard, and this is what Cruz said, it's from a stop Stop Trump. Pack. Yeah, that's why. Both of them, though. But stop Trump. They don't want Trump. They don't want Cruz. So if they could make Cruz look bad and hurt Trump, they'd rather have Kasich. They'd rather have the uh, Speaker of the House. And, and so I don't think that he came out with it. He actually condemned it. Yeah, and, okay. So I. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I personally think that this is more sinister than anybody thinks in that I feel like uh, 
that the way this is going is playing right into Hillary's hands. And I would say, I have a feeling it's on purpose, but that's because I think like that. I'm not saying everyone should think that way, but I think that this is playing into Hillary's hands. I think Trump, I, I kind of uh, look at that also. Trump may be out there just to help Hillary. I mean, they were buddy buddies. Trump's been at Hillary's daughter's wedding. And I, I wouldn't put it past. And Hillary went to Trump's wedding. And I read an article. I don't. I'm gonna. I'll get to it right after the break. I read an article about a guy. It's Trump's daughter's father-in-law was Hillary's number one individual donor, uh, biggest donor for her senatorial campaign. And he was the headline of the article was uh, Trump lands first mega donor. And this was a guy who was the uh, Hillary's biggest donor, and he ended up in jail for some crazy stuff. I mean, this story, you cannot... He was actually indicted by Chris Christie. So this is the kind of... And I'm going to tell you that story, hopefully, in the next half hour. Uh, I also have the Heidi stuff, but this is why I look at this and think the GOP is not vetting Trump, and how can that be an accident? Because Chris Christie indicted Hillary's biggest donor, who is also Trump's first mega donor, and his daughter's father-in-law. So Chris Christie obviously knows about these connections, but and it's not like this has been a gentleman's campaign. I just don't understand why these issues on Trump or Cruz are not being vetted. And I feel like, intentionally or not, it is playing into Hillary's hands. So let me know what you think. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, your calls and, uh, and the beans on Heidi next. This is Monica Perez. You got me excited because this would truly be both an adventure and a learning experience. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And I'm talking about what I call the primaries, a reality show, because I really feel like it's what's happening is is preposterous we are focusing so much on silliness it's all like marketing it's it's taken all the content out of it and yes do i see a hidden hand do i see real power behind the scenes trying to get what they want yes i do i read a lot of stuff there's evidence that that exists there's evidence that uh institutions like the council on foreign relations the bilderberg group and and others have infiltrated academia, the media, and what 100 years ago they called the diplomatic corps to influence decision makers, ideas, thought, people, institutions. All this stuff has has been well documented and warned against even throughout the congressional record from Charles Lindbergh Sr., um, to Louis McFadden, to all these people who warned about the Fed, about debt, uh, about everything. Um, so do I think that these guys who have basically all the money and the power in the world are watching these pictures of Heidi and Melania and just wondering, you know, if one of these guys is going to be president in November? I don't think so. And honestly, at this point, as a libertarian, I thought Rand Paul was a bit of a compromiser, but I was fine with him. I loved Ron Paul. Uh, and 
I, but these guys, to me, I, I feel like anybody who's on the stage now, the five people, are going to, on the Democrat and the Republicans, are going to give the military-industrial complex what it wants, which is wars in the Middle East, not for our national interests, but for, quote, American interests abroad, which basically, in my opinion, means subsidizing uh, the uh, energy companies' investments over there with bombs that are paid for. Uh, I think there were, I I heard um, on a podcast that there were 23,000 bombs dropped by the U.S. in the Middle East last year that you probably didn't even hear about. Bombs that are paid for by debt, our debt. (laughs) So that to me is the big thing. Finance, energy, defense, the big military industrial complex, and all these guys will play into uh, the hands of that, in my opinion. But what I really think is that Hillary's the perfect one for this job because she will keep the protesters quiet so people from the right do not protest this because the way our media lays out the facts it appears to be self-defense they do not emphasize that these aggressive foreign policies spread terrorism and refugees everywhere so from a moral point of view if you feel like it's defensive you can do it but on the left they don't you know, they have kind of a different basic ideology and they'll come out and they'll protest unless you have somebody like Obama or Hillary in the White House. So to me, I like I prefer the Republicans in for that reason alone is that they uh, won't have carte blanche to do whatever they want. Plus, they won't have an actual mandate for bigger government. They'll try to give you bigger government, but they'll meet with resistance from the right, whereas Hillary will say, hey, this is what people wanted. So she can put both feet on the gas, the welfare and the warfare. But but who is this shadow government, this hidden hand? It is this CFR thing. And, uh, you know, I would say it's widely believed that the Council of Foreign Relations and other such international institutions who uh, influence. I mean, there's a it's on my website. It's on YouTube. Hillary going to the CFR new headquarters opening or office opening saying, hey, now I don't have to go so far to take my orders. Really crazy. And. And what what is their goal? Well, if you go back to the mid 20th century, the goal is really to break down national borders, not to reduce the impact of the centrally controlling government. I mean, libertarians love no borders. They want I'm a libertarian. I want I think there should be seven billion sovereigns. There are seven billion sovereigns in the world. Every person is a sovereign, in my opinion. So borders don't mean that to me. They don't mean, uh, they don't define my rights. My rights are God-given, and they're basically defined by don't touch me or my stuff. That's Those are my rights. But this degradation of sovereignty isn't about reducing the power of our government and giving it to us. It's about reducing the power of our government, pushing it upstream to regions, and then up again to more like a very highly consolidated world council. So if you don't think that's true, just read this document, Building a North American Community, which I had already been concerned about before it became relevant to the presidential campaign. Why is it relevant to the presidential campaign? Because Heidi Cruz uh, was a five-year term member of the Council of Foreign Relations. She was on the task force that wrote this report. She fully supported the recommendations. She added that she wanted uh, private enterprise to participate in its execution, but she fully supported it. And I wouldn't even hold that against Ted, except for that he 
covered for her. He said it was no big deal. And now he supports the Trans-Pacific Trade Partnership, which I feel uh, plays into this bigger picture plan. So what is it? So this is the thing, the blog post that gets the most hits on my website last year and this year. And let me just read to you some of the bullet points that I distilled. I read the whole document. It's not that long. It's like 40 pages. And if you go to my website, you can find the PDF link. You know, you can click through it. But in a nutshell, what this, uh, here's, I'm just going to read you a few of these bullets. Uh, This is what they want to do. They want to lay the groundwork for the freer flow of people within North America with the ultimate goal of full mobility of labor and goods across Canada, Mexico, and the United States. To facilitate this, now I, I, I think that arm's length transactions should be free. I believe in the rights to work and travel. And, uh, and I don't believe in protectionism. I am a libertarian. However, that's not what this is about. This is about the following. To facilitate this, rules and regulations on labor and the environment, among other things, should conform across the tri-national region. And here's a quote. So I'm paraphrasing, but this is a quote. The three countries, Canada, the U.S., and Mexico, the three countries should make a concerted effort to encourage regulatory convergence, including harmonization at the highest prevailing standard and unilateral adoption of another country's rules. So what they're saying is environmental laws, labor laws in Canada and Mexico, which we had no input on, the rule should be whoever has the most restrictive rules should be just automatically adopted by the other countries. And that's a a tremendous threat to our sovereignty. And I'm reading this actually less because Heidi Cruz signed off on it, but more because it points out what they are really, what the goals are of these institutions, extremely powerful, well-respected institutions. So this is not a crackpot thing. This isn't a thing that'll never happen. This is a blueprint. This is a plan. This is telling people what they want. It says uh, there should be a, um, it said make a North American standard the default approach to new regulation. So new regulation should be continent-wide. The new trinational mechanism also should be charged with identifying joint means of ensuring consistent enforcement of new rules as they are developed. And how are they going to enforce it? Listen to this. Increase information sharing and intelligence sharing at the local and national levels in both law enforcement and military. Conduct annual training exercises to develop interoperability among and between law enforcement agencies and militaries of the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. How would you like to see Mexican troops and Canadian troops coming across the border to... uh, enforce these these laws that our legislature did not uh, craft. It calls for the creation of a North American border pass with biometric identifiers. Now, that'd be some database. <laughs> I mean, that's total information awareness, to use a uh, uh, their goal, their own catchphrase. And the motto of their total information awareness, by the way, is knowledge is power. So this is seriously that those words are coming out of the U.S. government or they were under the Bush administration. Uh, It says establish North American energy and emissions regime that could offer tradable voucher systems for emission trading. Uh, And here's the one. Here's my the one that I think is the scariest. So people are like, oh, you're a conspiracy nut if you're worried about the Bilderberg group. 
Listen to this. It says they want to create a North American Advisory Council with a complementary private body that would meet regularly or annually to buttress North American relationships along the lines of the Bilderberg or Verkund conferences organized to support transatlantic relations. Okay, but this is where it gets interesting. They also want to create a North American interparliamentary group that will include U.S. Congress along with Canadian and Mexican parliamentary representation who play key roles in policy towards each other, and the North American Advisory Council, which they just liken to the Bilderberg Group, could provide an agenda and support for these meetings. So they can help them craft legislation that achieves these goals, which are the Council of Foreign Relations goals, and not our goals. And this kind of impairment of sovereignty would be okay if Canada and Mexico were freer than we were had more economic freedom, more personal liberty, more respect for private property, more respect for uh, self-defense and our amendments. But they don't. So by, uh, by adopting unilaterally the strictest possible restrictions, you're perforce reducing the liberty in this country. You're saying whoever has the least liberty is going to be the goal here. I mean, it's, it's truly shocking. Uh, and I, if, if this is new to you, if you think it's no big deal, if you, you know, uh, let me know. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, so for me, this kind of stuff, I would like to dismiss it. I would like to think that what you see is what you get, that we have power over our legislature, that we have, you know, but I, I marched against Obamacare in Washington three times. There was no pull. TARP, that bailout, uh, when McCain and Obama were running against each other, 99% of the people were against it. Yet both presidential candidates were for it and returned to Washington to make sure it happened. That is an indication that we are not in control of this system, of this process. And I feel like that's why it's a, it can be all fun and games to watch these uh, election shenanigans and mudslinging and, and naked pictures. <laughs> but there's something serious going on here. And I don't think who you vote for at this point is going to make a difference. But I have some insight into uh, what... Uh, a thought experiment I want to play with you after the break about um, what if voting were a certain way. It's kind of interesting. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 73 to high the high today, 59 the low overnight. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. I got a tweet from at Where Did Dean Go? The political kabuki theater is as manufactured as the final vote count is. And I'll tell you, I was not clear on how uh, real election fraud was until I just started to dig in a little bit. I, I have some introductory stuff on my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. If you care about Georgia... Go to VoterGA.org where they talk about the local issues, which I think you can have a lot more impact locally than uh, than nationally. So I think it's worth really 
focusing on that. Although I talk about the big picture, I think this is where the grassroots are, the, are is more effective. I'm going to Jimmy in Atlanta. Hi, Jimmy. You're on with Monica. Yes, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I just to know if you have any more information on the uh, cruise scandal where he paid Coffee Arena some hush money, 50 or 500000 and that Breitbart had the story and chose not to release it. I did see that, and it's... So what I was talking about earlier in the show is there was a National Enquirer article on Cruz saying that there are rumors he had all these affairs. And it sounded kind of fishy to me because a couple of these people are members of other people's campaigns. So one of them is the big one, Katrina Pearson, is Trump's national spokesperson. So that seems strange that Trump does not seem like a guy who would risk a double agent and like you said, Breitbart and others had been suggesting that. I had seen suggestions of that way before Friday, weeks if not months ago. And maybe they didn't put it out because, I, like me, I think it's not true. But another person uh, who was accused of being uh, one of his girls it was a member of the Fiorina campaign. And supposedly he gave her Fiorina $100,000 campaign contribution to keep it quiet, but I, I mean, she'd be the one you'd want to be keeping it quiet from since Cruz effectively would be having moles in other people's campaigns. I just don't think it's it's true. I just don't. And that's why I feel like it uh, wasn't, uh, that it wasn't really uh, stated in the National Enquirer that it had evidence or um Worse than that, you know, whatever. Why nobody else put it out there. So that's what I think. I wrote about that, too. You can check out my blog on that. But here's my thought experiment. After the break, I'm going to get to more calls. So William Mark, hang on. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. But here's my thought experiment. What if the GOP... So I'm looking into election fraud, and I read an article. And he said, this is a statistician, so I could not verify the work because it's a lot of math that I don't have the capability or the time to do. I could probably figure it out, but it wouldn't be worth it to me. But he did the math, and he says that that there's so much voter fraud that even when uh, he said Obama won, I don't know if it's true or not, but that Obama won by more than it looks like he won by, and that the GOP often gets far less than you know the 48 percent that it's that they say it gets i don't know really blew my mind this concept really blew my mind but the but if that's true if the gop doesn't even come close wouldn't that change your lesser of two evils idea 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK your calls after this this is monica perez For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done.